Listen to your friend Billy Zane. He's a cool dude. What's up? It's Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports, and I am super excited for this episode. And joining me for the second time is Christopher Stoikos. Christopher, super excited to have you back on the show. It's great to be back on the show, Rob. It was uh, an incredible experience the first time I, uh, I received messages from a bunch of your listeners telling me how much they enjoyed it. It was very humbling, and um, it makes it that much more exciting to get back on again. And for those who do not listen, it was episode 343 of the Sports Marketing Huddle. And on it, among other things, we talked about uh, creating viral videos. But I think the bigger thing for me was we did an impromptu meditation session. And that sort of energy is something that we are going to continue here with this episode and to try and frame this for everyone uh, immediately before this, uh, Christopher led a meditation between him and I so that we could get our energy in sync and flowing. And there's three things that we're going to jam about today. And this is going to be one of the most unique episodes uh, of this podcast. But I think it's going to be one that's going to be very impactful. It's going to be one that's going to be very good for your energy and your mindset. So the first thing that we wanted to jam about was COVID healing. And Christopher, I'm going to let you sort of start with the framing of this. Definitely. Thank you. Um, so yes, I, my, my background is uh, very entrepreneurial and how to make money and all that sort of thing. And I found a very strong correlation um, with meditation and that. And given that um, COVID is a, a thing in the world right now that's affecting a lot of people in a lot of different ways. I wanted to extend a healing technique that I've learned and found incredible amounts of success with to the entire audience. And it's uh, what makes it so special is that you listening to this right now, you can follow along with it step by step. So basically this, this healing is um, to clear a layer on, of COVID with regards to how it affects you in your, your thoughts and your emotions. So when we talk about COVID, there are a lot of different angles that have come up with this, with the, the different fears, right? Like I fear catching the virus for my own health. I fear death. I fear that a loved one is going to die. I fear that I might lose my job. I fear money overall. So we all have our own unique lens that we're viewing COVID through. So this meditation is going to allow you to tune in with what you fear most about it silently. And we're going to lift that out of your sphere. Um, well, I'm going to guide you on how you lift that out of your sphere. And we'll set the intention that uh, a bunch of us doing this creates some sort of positive shift in the world and um, what's going on with it right now. Uh, I love it. So I will let you lead. Right on. Okay. Feel free. Uh, if you're, if you have the ability to close your eyes and follow along, it can be easier to tune into the energy. But uh, if you're doing something like driving, you might want to keep the eyes open. All right, here we go. So let your eyes fall gently shut. And take a deep breath into your heart and hold it for a moment. Let it go. Now take a deep breath while imagining the earth's heartbeat and hold it. Let it go. 
Now, Rob, I'll, I'll say that as I lead this, let's have you express your answers out loud so that we can release your layer and it makes it easier for everyone to follow along. Okay. So the first thing I want you to think of is what do you feel? What is the first feeling that comes up with regards to COVID? What emotion is it? Do you feel sad? Do you feel angry? Do you feel fearful? Do you feel guilty? Do you feel any number of other emotions? I want you to tune in with the first emotion that comes up for how you're currently seeing COVID in the world right now. My heart is heavy for others who are fearful. Okay, beautiful. Now, can you tune into where, if anywhere in your body, you can identify that heaviness? You said, is it in your heart? In my heart. Great. Now, I want you to give a color to the heaviness that's in your heart, the first color that you think of. Red. Now I want you to give a shape to the red heaviness in your heart. Circle. Okay, now imagine the red circle is right in front of you, about three feet in front of your face. And I want you to ask it silently with your thoughts. Red circle, is there a message that you have for me right now? Now take that message and put it into your heart. Now I want you to imagine the red circle going inside of a balloon. And once it's in the balloon, I want you to lift up one of your hands and I want you to snip the ribbon that's holding the balloon with your hands like scissors and snip the ribbon and now visualize the balloon carrying the red circle. It's going to float out at the top of your head. It's floating out of the roof. It's floating into the sky, past the clouds, all the way up into space. And now the red circle completely dissolves. Take a deep breath into Mother Earth's heartbeat and hold it. Release. You can open your eyes when you're ready. All right. How'd that feel? Great. In my heart right now, while doing it, uh, the first thing that popped into my head was uh, some lyrics from Bob Marley that said, everything's going to be all right because I, I listen to Bob Marley often because I can, it can help control my vibes and put positive energy out in the world. So when thinking about the red circle and then putting it in, in what popped into my head as a replacement was, don't worry, every little thing is going to be all right. And, and that's something that I would love to give to others because the, at the core of it for me is 
seeing the fear that others have in the world. And I wish for them to uh, have everything be all right, or at least have that be in their heart. Incredible. Well, your wish, um, you've taken action on your wish and by, by graciously extending the invitation for me to come on here and perform this healing, it can only help. So um, let me do a quick recap for anyone uh, who wants to hear the steps again. Step one, you take a deep breath in and you hold it. Step two, you take a deep breath into the earth's heartbeat. You hold it and then you let it go. Step three, you address what emotion you're feeling right now with regards to COVID, your own personal feeling of it. Step four, you attempt to identify where it is in your body. It can be in your brain, it can be in your heart, it can be in your traps, it can be in your legs, it can be in your back, it can be anywhere. Once you identify it, and even if you don't, you wanna ask, what color is this emotion? And the very first color that you come up with in your mind, you don't need to see the color, you just wanna think of whatever the color is that pops up. Second, assign the first shape that comes up to the color. This can be a circle, a triangle, a rectangle, a spiral, a knife, a brick, a swirly. It can be any shape that your, your mind comes up with. Next, you ask the color and the shape if it has a message for you. And the first thing that you think of is its message. You think of that message going into your heart. Next, you put the color and the shape into a balloon. You take your fingers and you go snip on the ribbon. As you imagine the balloon leaving, it's gonna float out your head, float up into outside the roof, into the sky, past the clouds, into space, and it's gonna dissolve. And then you're gonna take another breath into Mother Earth's heartbeat, hold it, let it go, and you will have done a beautiful healing on yourself and uh, a beautiful healing on the earth. And we would love to hear from anybody that does this practice. Uh, what were your thoughts on this? And uh, what did you think of the experience? Uh, you can hit me up at Rob Cresty on all social platforms. Chris, is there anywhere people can connect with you? It's a good question, Rob. Um, Maybe we switch topics for one second. I get some of your live advice here, which could potentially help other users uh, or other listeners as well. I don't have anywhere for anyone to connect with me right now. It's been quite the journey of uh, getting married, having two children, um, changing my identity of uh, being an entrepreneur to getting a lot more spiritual uh, training to play pro hockey. And uh, I've gotten off of social media and whatnot. And I am feeling like I want to get back on and I'm wondering what you think like if I just wanted one simple platform is there a, a YouTube Instagram Facebook make your own podcast like what would you suggest as a simple way for me to have somewhere where people can connect with me so it would be what sort of connections those would be I mean the, the first thing that popped into my head was LinkedIn well, why LinkedIn? Because it's a different expectation. Typically, I don't think people are spending three or four hours a day just scrolling through LinkedIn 
like you do some of the other platforms. So from a your intention standpoint, I wouldn't be overly concerned that you would come back to me and say, Rob, oh my God, LinkedIn has taken control of my life. It's, it's a, a platform that I use to build relationships and connections and to share thought leadership. So for me, my intention on using LinkedIn is more as a connector. And some of the other platforms are a little bit more consumer-based. So Instagram, people are going to consume a lot. Um, Facebook, consume a lot. Twitter, consume a lot. I would say that Instagram right now would be the one that is uh, probably at the top of the list in terms of what people use the most. Um, For you, you could be someone who says, all right, I'm going to follow zero people. I'm going to use this as a way of people being able to communicate with me. And maybe you use it for outward stuff for yourself. So remove expectations and say, listen, this platform is here for me to create and connect so people can inbound with me. But at the same time, I can give a little in, uh, look into my life. Um, but really just creating the, the rules around it that you want. Uh, because I think a lot of the challenge becomes once you start following and once you start going down a rabbit hole of what's, what social's supposed to be, you just want to know your expectation of why am I doing this? Beautiful answer. Um, okay. With that being said, let me, uh, I was hoping to have an instant clarity and then like make up my handle in my head and say it out loud for, <laughs> but I, I do like this push of energy, which is going to get me back on my horse. Cause I do miss sharing, um, stuff that I've learned. And I think that I have, an immense amount of it now. So uh, this is what I'll do after the episode. I'm going to get get in touch with what I believe will be the right platform. I'll share it with you and you can throw it in the description for where people can uh, get in touch with me. Perfect. We will go ahead and do that. Uh, one more thing that I wanted to add on to the COVID healing practice that you shared with us is uh, I have a creative coach who teaches the creative perspective. And his name is John Patrick Morgan. He's amazing. And one of the things that he taught us is a growth game called I Do Not Need To. And so often in life, we create prisons for ourselves. We put ourselves into these boxes of things that we have to or or don't have to do. Like, for example, if you don't go to the gym, do you feel less about yourself? Or if you're a sales guy, uh, if you don't do 30 calls today, do you not feel as accomplished? And and if that's the case, uh, why do you make yourself feel that? So one of the ways to remove that, and certainly if we're thinking about uh, in terms of COVID and, and the feelings people might have of fear and anxiety and of loss and of worry and things like that, Uh, by declaring what you do not need to, what you can give yourself is the opportunity to release yourself from that prison. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share a few of the I do not need tos that I wrote down. And the way that we actually did this was a growth game. It's one of the things I really enjoy about learning from JP is uh, over the course of a month, he'll teach this concept. And then uh, once a day, I would just chime in and, and create a I do not need to and share it in the Facebook group. So here are some of the I do not need to's um, that I released. I do not need to have the right answers. I do not need to judge my activity level with fitness. Uh, I do not need to judge the length of my morning routine and personal development. 
I do not need my dream to be understood by others. I do not need to follow a routine. I do not need to worry. I do not need to get everything done on my daily get-to-do list. I do not need to judge my mistakes. I do not need to drink coffee. I do not need to be, I do not need to be like others. Um, I do not need to have a productive day. And in declaring these things, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to have a productive day, that I'm not going to follow my morning routine. But what it does do is it says, listen, you do not need to do this. You release this from there. So by saying, I do not need to have a productive day, you've released the energy of saying, I must do something in order to something. You're releasing that into the world. So what I would do is I would sit with this practice and say, all right, what, what pressure or negative energy am I feeling in myself or in my world? So uh, Chris, we'll use you as a real-time example for this. What is one I do not need to that you could release from yourself? I do not need to hide my true self. I do not need to be fearful that I'll be judged by sharing what lights up my soul. Uh, I do not need to be scared of letting my light shine. I love it. It's, uh, and how does it make you feel to say you do not need to do these things? Right now, I'm, I'm noticing a, a lot of fear, uh, mainly like in my brain and my, my jaw. I can feel it all kind of coming out. So I'm sitting with that energy and uh, honoring the fear that is lifting out of me because uh, I, can, or I can taste the little bit of like excitement and, and joy that's on the other side of it, getting ready to be um, on the social game again. Cool. So let's move to the second thing that we're going to jam about. And there is a book by a guy named Og Mandino uh, called The Greatest Salesman in the World. This is one of the, what you would consider almost like a legacy book something that has been recommended from leader to leader. And eventually at some point during your life, uh, you just, you find your way to it. And it just so happens uh, when we were jamming, you're like, Hey Rob, this is the second thing that I want to talk about is the 10 scrolls from the greatest salesman in the world. And what I loved about the synchronicity of it is what we're about to experience is something that I have been reading as part of my morning routine, probably for the last couple years, because it's something that I wanted present for me every single morning. So Christopher, give us a little insight into sort of what you were thinking about this. Definitely. Um, I was introduced to it by um, a friend named John Michael Morgan. Uh, he's really dialed into this kind of uh, mindset stuff and stuff with governing the, the subconscious mind and, and cleaning it up and grooming it. So when I was introduced to these scrolls only two days ago and I read the first scroll, I was so blown away that um, I do like to finish things before I start sharing them. But because I have um, you saying you've been doing it for a couple of years um, my friend John Michael saying that he completed it over 10 months. I felt this, this impulse that there's no time to waste. I'm not going to wait 10 months before I share it. So basically, there are 10 scrolls that this guy wrote. 
And the, the brief backstory is that he had this incredible insight and this profound information that he wanted to share with the world, but he couldn't get it from his head onto the paper. So he used a technique of writing the book while he was partially asleep. He was in his astral body in a different dimension. And his wife walked into the room and he was like passed out with papers everywhere. And she's like, are you okay? And he's like, I did it. It came to me. And the, these scrolls are there. So a little bit of cool kind of uh, ancient myth there to, to back up what they are. And basically the scrolls, uh, the, the process of them is you read, there are 10 scrolls. You read the first scroll three times a day for 30 days straight. Once when you wake up, once after your midday meal, and you read those two times silently in your head. And the third time you read it is out loud right before you go to sleep. After the 30 days have gone by, you read scroll number two following the same format. You repeat that for 10 scrolls over 10 months. The, the urban legend is that you do this for 10 months using this format, you will have doubled your income. Whatever you're making, it does not matter. You will have doubled it at the end of 10 months. And that's because it instills such positive habit and positive thinking into your conscious mind, let alone how profoundly that seeps into your subconscious mind, which is the part of your mind that's working in the background and controls a lot of our impulses and a lot of our actions that we take. So when you read only the first scroll of this stuff, this guy has some deep chat. He, it's like some ancient English mixed with um, just some, some good principles, stuff about the laws of nature. And uh, I was instantaneously inspired. So I went old school. I, uh, I printed the scrolls in a, a book here because I felt it helpful to have in front of me. I, um, I got my 30-day little habit tracker in front of the book. And I wrote slow and steady. May 12th, 2021, here we come. I'm doing it with my wife, that's the we. And um, yeah, May 12th, 2021 will be 10 months from yesterday, which is when I did my first day. And uh, I find myself already looking forward to like when's lunch so that I can finish lunch so that I can read it again. It's that beautiful. I love it. And my practice is slightly different. Uh, for me, I read it every morning, all 10 scrolls as part of my morning routine. So Christopher, here's what I think we can do is read what the 10 scrolls are. Sound good? Yeah. Talking about like the title? What was that? So just sort of like the, for example, the first one, today I begin a new life. Yes, yeah, scroll number one, today I begin a new life. Scroll number two, I will greet this day with love in my heart. Scroll number three, I will persist until I succeed. Scroll number four, I am nature's greatest miracle. Scroll number five, I will live this day as if it is my last. Scroll number six, Today, I will be master of my emotions. Scroll number seven, I will laugh at the world. Scroll number eight, today, I will multiply my value a hundredfold. Scroll number nine, I will act now. Scroll number 10, I will pray for guidance. And with it, you'll find that on different days, 
some of them will hit you differently and really resonate. And the reason why I read them every single morning is because it sets an intention. And the book, uh, The Greatest Salesman in the World, is a really short book. Um, it's actually a, it's a story more than it is. Uh, it's just it's a unique book. I'll put it that way. And it's just a very simple way of boom, getting you through, or at least getting me through my morning of setting the intentions of those things. Right on. All right. So uh, what we're going to do here is going to be the last thing. And amazingly, this is going to be the most unique part of the podcast. And which is always great to say, considering what we just experienced right there. And uh, what I want you to sort of talk about, Christopher, is sort of what we're going to experience next. Definitely. So uh, I'm going to teach uh, something that I've learned recently from a, a, a wonderful woman named Barbara Wilder that I was uh, coaching with, and I still am. She wrote a book called Money is Love. And the whole concept of money being love is that a lot of people look at money as money is fear, money is greed, money is shame, money is lack, money is scarcity, all these things in the old paradigm. Money is government controlled. It has the third eye printed on the bill. It's controlled by the government. You have to pay tax, all these sort of negative things about money. Whereas in fact, money is nothing more than an energy source. And when you can look as, at money with the acronym of my own natural energy yield, money is a direct reflection of the amount of energy you, you carry and the amount of energy that you share with others. So when you can change money into thinking about it as money is love, money is energy, money is abundance, money is sharing, money is caring, money is infinite, it completely shifts your, your thought set on it. So in the book, there is a practice called shringing. And uh, I'm just going to read the excerpt right out of the book here. One of my favorite tools is what I call shringing. Shringing is an ancient mantra to the Hindu goddess Lakshmi. As the embodiment of abundance, Lakshmi represents all the Mother Earth has to offer. She is most often depicted standing on a crimson lotus blossom filled with golden coins. From the palm of her hand, more golden coins pour forth. To call Lakshmi and her abundance into your life, simply chant the word shring continuously 108 times. You may chant the word in any pitch or tone. Keeping count is done with mala beads. Mala beads are a rosary-like necklace with 108 beads plus an anchor bead, which you can get on Amazon. They are often made from seeds or wood, but can be made from any kind of bead and strung on a heavy cotton thread. The word chant shring is far older than the goddess Lakshmi. In the Hindu tradition, before there was a pantheon of gods, there was only one god, the great mother, and her name was Sri. When you chant shring, sometimes spelled sring, you are actually calling the ancient mother god back into your experience. Shringing is an extremely powerful tool. Toning, using any repeated sound, opens up a resonance in your body and spirit. It allows you to enter into a deeper harmony with the world and the universe that we are all part of. The sound of the word shring 
toned over and over works to open up your psyche to the resonance of the abundance of the earth. I have often found that when there is a block to the flow of money in my life, if I shrink two to three times a day, even once a day is plenty and you find the energy that moves from this is incredible. The log jam of money being blocked is cleared within a week or two. Shrinking before going to sleep each night also works to help the flow move naturally in our lives. It's also very relaxing. It seems to allow the body and soul to harmonize into a peaceful place from which sleep naturally flows. I highly recommend using this tool on those nights when money worries are keeping you awake. I say use it every day um, or as often as you can. So that's kind of the, um, that's the, the brief description of, of shrinking. Um, talk to me, Rob. What's, uh, what's your, your take on that? So with all of this, uh, I want to give a caveat. So when Christopher reached out to me saying he wanted to do a podcast, about this. I knew nothing of this. He sent me two cents of mala beads, which thank you very much for. And I'm down for doing this experience for the first time. I've never done this before. Uh, this is new to me. I understand that this is a podcast. We do both an audio and a video version. Uh, so this is going to be completely different. So I just wanted to set expectations that if all of a sudden this is going to take seven minutes of it. And uh, we would love for you to experience this practice with us wherever you are. Uh, just give some energy to yourself or your heart and open it up and say, all right, what if the possibilities? That's one of the reasons why uh, I like having you on is for me, normal is boring. I like different. I like unique perspectives, new ways of seeing things and doing things in manifesting, in getting energy. And uh, if during this, after one minute, you're good, hey, that's cool as well. But this is sort of going to be what we're going to do for the, the rest of this episode, and then it's going to be done. I want to do this at the end. That way we can deliver the value from the earlier part of the podcast until now. Um, but I just want to give that sort of caveat to what we're going to experience here. And once again, very similar to the COVID healing uh, for anyone who does this with us. Uh, we would love to hear your experience about it um, because this is a very unique thing and it's a new thing for me and it might be a new thing for you as well. Uh, so I would love to uh, hear from you about that. Um, without further ado though, Christopher, I will give you the stage. Beautifully said. Um, let me jump in with two more quick things that can help people wrap, um, let's say uh, your logical mind around this living in the Western world, because this is pretty out there. Um, so scientifically speaking, there's something called the Schumann resonance. It's uh, known as the earth's heartbeat and it can be measured. It's a, a recognized statistic in the Western world. And the earth has a resonance at which it beats that um, mother earth. If you want to get spiritual has a heartbeat. So when you say shring, 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 you'll feel it in your body and you're actually putting your vibration, the speed of your thoughts, your own feelings in alignment with the Schumann resonance, in alignment with the earth's heartbeat. When you're in alignment with the earth, the earth provides every single thing that we have possible to every human being on the earth. So that's kind of a cool um, Western way to look at it with bringing in the Schumann resonance. And then I'll, I'll quickly give a, a really epic real life story of shrinking. 
So um, I started stringing and I was like, okay, this works. I have random, uh, a couple random checks came in the mail that I wasn't expecting. Um, it started feeling good in my body. Money was opening up. Money thoughts were opening up of how I'm going to go forward in my next business, that sort of thing. So my wife and I were selling our house in Florida. It was on the market for three and a half weeks. And we had a lot of showings, a lot of action, but not a single offer and no one was interested. Three and a half weeks in, I said, Hey babe, I know we have a, a house that we want to sell. We got nothing to lose. Let's ask our real estate agent if he wants to string with us on the house. So um, our real estate agent, um, who's now turned into a good friend, um, living in, in Florida, he got on a call with us on FaceTime. We told him what stringing was and we said, we're setting our intention to sell the house. We did our stringing, said the word 108 times, 10 minutes after we hung up the call, he texted me and said, a new showing just came in. This showing came in after we had shrang. That showing was for the following day. The showing came in around noon. They saw the house. They made us an offer the same day. We got all of the things finalized. The next day we accepted the offer and our house was sold. There were some hiccups through the process of like, getting financing in order, getting approval documents. So we shrang again within one hour of stringing again, my, my wife, myself and our real estate agent, everything was pushed through. And this was a few days after it had happened. So a very cool, and I might add one more thing. Um, he also had a random check come in the mail uh, that he was not expecting um, from somewhere like a refund from the past. And that's one of the things stringing talks about. You can have unexpected money come into your field. So it's a beautiful thing. Like Rob said, um, if you feel up for it, uh, we encourage you to join along. It does not really work by listening to it. Although you can just listen to it if you want, because what allows the abundance to come into your life is by you stringing and saying the word because your whole body is going to vibrate. You will release embarrassment, shame, fear, anything blocking your worthiness from being a greater magnet to money. So expect to feel a lot of energy listening to Rob and I go into this wild ancient word together. And um, hopefully if, if it feels aligned with you, you feel like being courageous and jumping into something new, uh, you jump in and uh, you say this word with us 108 times in a row. Let's do it. <clears throat> All right, brother, grab the first bead, you and I, let's uh, set an intention to move at the same speed and stay in sync here. And um, let's set an intention here too, Rob, for what this shrinking can do. Um, let's set an intention for this shrinking to bring the earth and all of its resources into alignment so that um, there can be more equality with money in the world so that it's not like the wealth is distributed to the 1% and then 99% are struggling and that whole sort of thing with like the middle class disappearing. Cause I, I believe that there's only a certain amount of money we all need to live a beautiful, happy, abundant life. So uh, if you're up for it, let's set our intention to align with that. I'm in. All right, dude, take a deep breath and then let's roll. Shring, 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 shring.
shring, 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 shring. Shring, 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 shring. Shring, 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 shring. Shring, 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 shring. Shring, 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 shring. Shring, 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 shring. Shring, 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 shring. Shring, 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 shring.
Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. Shring. What are you feeling, Rob? Accomplished. <sighs> what it made me think of is running, and running is a journey. So say I'm going to run for 45 minutes, it's a couple miles. When you're on uh, mile one minute in, you're like, wow, I got a long way to go on this journey. And you get to halfway there, and you get to 75% there. And for me, it was a similar experience of uh, starting and being like, wow, that's going to be long. But then your, your chatter changes. Just like when I run, uh, the narrative in my head at the very beginning when I haven't loosened up uh, is a little bit different than when I'm in flow. Incredible. Very true. And I, I believe that running is something that not a lot of people do regularly because of how hard it is to accomplish that journey. And in a lot of, and that's physical, it's a physical journey. This is um, an emotional journey because the emotions that come up when you start, you getting halfway through and you get to the end. It's like just so much stuff is leaving my body right now as I can feel myself coming into um, deeper alignment. And um, it's incredible. It's profound. And dude, I want to add in, maybe it'd be relevant for anyone who's stuck with us, stuck with us this long, that um, my, my background as an entrepreneur, for anyone who doesn't know, like 
I've, I was on Shark Tank for one business. Uh, I've created a, another one I, that I, I sold. Um, I, I started a company called The Beard Club that did $10 million in our first year and is up around $60 million right now, five years later, like in revenue. And I, I say those things because I know the traditional ways of making money and I've, I've been involved in them and it's, it's through my DNA from at this point, from the books I've read and the practices I've done and how to create a company. And it made it almost like this shrinking is such it's comedy in a way that I'm like, I can't believe that learning this stringing uh, calls in your own alignment. So I don't need to, I don't even want to tell people anymore. Oh, this is the business you need to do to make money. This is this, this it's like shring and your own idea of what you're supposed to do. Your own alignment of what you're supposed to do will be co-created between you and the earth. So I, I say that with, um, it's, it's, it's single-handedly the most incredible money tool as a successful entrepreneur that I could possibly share with uh, the world that I've ever come across in my life. So thank you very much for sharing. And I'd be curious to know uh, if you made it this far in the episode, definitely let Christopher and I know. You can hit me up on all social media platforms at Rob Cressy. And Christopher, we have a new Instagram account for you. What is that handle? Dude, my new Instagram is C Stoikos. C S T O I K O S. I got no followers. So uh, if you want to come on and you want to follow me, and you're at this point in the episode, meaning you're listening to this message and you went through the shringing. Um, I'd love to you to send me a personal message on how the shring made you feel. And I promise to re reply to your personal message with a personal message of my own um, with gratitude that you, uh, you embrace the courage needed to, to go through that um, pretty intense first uh, shring. Well, thank you for leading us through these experiences. I had a blast jamming with you. So thank you, my friend. Rob, thank you for having me again. It's been a pleasure. Thank you to everyone who listened and uh, until next time.